Coming to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia, we are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet, and Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud, and you find us on a very sombre occasion. This one for uh, episode 77 of Lords of Loud. Got some very sad news. What's to wrong, present. Ben? What's uh, wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, tell us. I'm sorry on? to have to be it's the one to let you know, but uh, Lord Brett has unfortunately passed. No. He's had a yeah. anaphylactic reaction to a new hair lacquer, <laughs> um, and I'm sorry to be the okay. one to bear that news to you. So he would want to have gone that way. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah. Exactly. So we will be paying tribute to Lord Brett tonight. Um, if you followed us early, if you followed the rest of our episodes, you'll know that we we're doing a, a series this year or this season, um, which involves us each having a mock funeral for one of the other lords and playing the songs that we might choose to play at that lord's funeral. So we're going to be doing of that. Respect. So, so just yeah. So just for respect. My, just for my mum who's listening, I haven't died. Lord Brett from oh, the no. grave. Look <laughs> from, from the, the grave. grave. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that voice too? I've yeah. come back to haunt you. <laughs> So tonight, it's Lord Brett's turn, so we'll be doing yeah. uh, Lord Brett's funeral, um, and of course, later on in the show, we'll be spinning the magical wheel of musical fortune, yeah. um, but of course, we have to do Album of the Week, and Lord Al, I believe you've got Album of the Week this week. I do. Well, we're going to go back in a time, not too far back, back to 97. Uh, not too with- far back? Who are you talking to? Well- <laughs> Our audience is all 15 years old, you know that. All right. I thought they were mothers last time. <laughs> The high school mums. Hmm. <laughs> it's a, that's a strange demographic. It just to go keeps for. moving. <laughs> it keeps moving. Uh, <laughs> Middle-aged teenagers. That's what it is, mate. Get into yeah. it. Well, it's actually a combination of ages because this, um, this is a, a remix of Bob Marley, but it's an ambient slash dub remix done by Bill Laswell, who's done stacks of. You um, love yourself a bit of dub reggae. Oh, don't he, you? Does. Like, he does. He does. No, I don't, what's, I don't what's, love is a it great called deal, dub, but... dub Side of the Moon? That's one of your favourites. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've heard that one. Well, that, I love a little bit. I wouldn't say I love a lot, but I reckon I reckon Lord Kev definitely would probably get into this as a as a Sunday morning type yep. thing. But yep. it's so uh, it's obviously not popular. That's what you're saying. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, nobody knows about it. Bill as well has managed to go. It's going to be hard to listen get, to. Get you know the source the source <laughs> tracks, so it can really you know filter out. I just want this guitar line sure. with that vocal and I don't want the bass and I'll only have, you know, the kick drum instead of the snare as well and whatever. So it's it's pretty good. And I, I heard it when I was uh, a guest at someone's house and they used to play it. It was a pretty cool house and it's just got great memories of that. You were a it's... guest at someone's house. <laughs> yes. This is long in the past, obviously. I, you know. A long time ago. A long time ago when you had friends, yeah. you were invited no. to someone's place. No. But they didn't... Were you, did you get no, an invitation? No, I was... <laughs> Now, let me tell you, it's pretty dusty up there in the ceiling. But 
That's not true. Anyway, but this an is invited guest. Invi- like invited that. is a loose term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they accidentally left the door open. Well, if that's an invite in my book. Um, so, so, yes, this particular one is... Had a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't want people down, they would have locked it. Um, this one's Rebel Music. And if uh, Lord Ben, you jumped to about two minutes. Because the first two minutes are crap. It's, it's a long intro. It's, it's pretty much all all right guess. So that was a bit personal, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a favourite album, okay? It's not so this is clear, you have to be on drugs clearly, though, to be listening to this. No, I just find it very relaxing. Uh, chilled album to listen to. So it's um, Bob Marley songs? Yeah, it's all, it's all yep. Bob Marley songs. And it's not one album in particular. Sure. It's just like it's definitely got you know greatest hits type of things on there, mm. but when you hear those greatest hits, you don't go, "Oh yeah, of course that's that's an obvious treatment." You go, "Ooh." Mm. It makes sense though if you're lying on the insulation in someone's ceiling, <laughs> as you obviously were, mm. that you'd prefer dub because most of the high sort of yeah. uh, you know trebles cut down. out of it. It's all uh, just bass, mm. and that's what you need. When yeah. you get you through those long. <laughs> Long nights. Mm. When, you're, when you're busting for them to go to sleep so you can go to the toilet, right? <laughs> and get into their kitchen. So That's right. Lord Al, what, sorry, what year was this? So, so that was 97. Okay, 97. And the artist is? So Biz, Bill Laswell. Okay. So he's, he's done a lot of stuff previous, previously. Yeah, I was going to say, does he, does he choose, like, is that his sort of Marley period and then he does other artists or is he all Marley? Um, he d- he does a lot of his own stuff. Okay, but right. he's also collaborated with a lot of people. Okay, as well. And I think this is like a you know probably about an official, as an official remix, like you know really thorough remixes you can mm. probably get. I think yeah, I quite like it. I, I'd check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please do. All right, do yourself a favour, folks, and go and check out your some Bill Laswell and particularly his Bob Marley and the Whalers uh, remix album. And and what's the actual album? The, the album's called Dreams of Freedom. Dreams of Freedom. There you go. Which you were, at, while you were stuck in that hot ceiling, you were thinking of getting out. Yeah, I was thinking Dream of Freedom. Beautiful. All right. So now we come to the unfortunate part of the night where we have to kick off Lord Brett's funeral. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Al needs to do his zipper because apparently <laughs> his flag's at half mast at this point. So who would like to kick us off with a song that they would like to play at Lord Brett's funeral? Well, everyone's too. Too sad, really, aren't they? To, right. to stay yeah. No, I can leave him. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm tearing up as we speak. <laughs> I will say that I, um, I a couple of that I rejected uh, straight off the bat with some saxophone classics. Mm. <laughs> I felt that 22 Baker Street, um, <laughs> we touched on in other episodes, didn't quite hit the somber tone that we were really, nah. really wanted to get into. Um, so, hell of a hook, though. <laughs> hell, of a hell of a hook, slash. Uh, 
Riff. Riff. That's more a hook. Um, well, I couldn't go past the Stones, really, straight mm. off the bat. Um, yes. Big Stones fan that you are. And I, I picked this one um, for its wonderful title and um, for its beautiful organ. And um, if there's one way that I know you'd like to be remembered, Ben, it's for, um, well, your hair. Or Brett. Yes. Brett. You can call me Brett if you like. Yeah. Did I ban you? Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Okay. Well, ben would love to be known for his beautiful hair. <laughs> <I'd love> to- <laughs> <laughs> He'd like to be known. He sure wow. would. Wow. He sure would. So this is, um, this is Time is on my side. Yes. And it's Throwing Stones. Get of it. Often is literally the same thing as this plays. Yeah, well, I mean, so, I'm, I'm pretty, the irony. The irony is I'm pretty yeah. young, and so I was obviously gone at an early age, and, the, and time yeah. wasn't on my side. Hugely so. young, hugely so, young. Yeah, there's no debate about that. Yeah, not a dry eye in the house. That's right. Al, do you want to <laughs> kick off with something there? Uh, sure. Well, I'd, <laughs> we might be typecasting Brett here, but uh, mm. I've got a Rolling Stone song mm. too. Mm. So yeah, this is slightly out of the uh, the you know, the best era, but it's uh, from Goat's Head Soup and it's uh, Dancing with Mr. D, which uh, I assume is Mr. Death and not Mr. Dick. (laughs) Right. But you never know. You know what they say, assumptions are. insulting but thank you yeah all right well i've also gone with the rolling stones so <laughs> oh wow um, wow i've taken a slightly different approach i've tried to find something that isn't a popular song um potentially a lot of the audience wouldn't have heard it and i'm hoping lord brett mightn't have even heard this rolling stones oh. song he probably has but it might be one that he's skimmed over over the years and uh uh yeah hasn't fully appreciated the the work that it is but like so much in yeah. a way <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so i'm going with a song called uh new faces and this is off the voodoo lounge album from 1994 the rolling stones and i think this is a nice appropriate song for brett <laughs> 
There's a new guy in town He's been dragging <laughs> around He's the figure of you And his eyes are so blue And they're looking at you So tell me the truth Well, well, he's got stories to tell He bites off more than he chews Well, well, is he ringing your bell? My heart is breaking in two And his skin is so fair And it shines like his head <laughs> As he stands so aloof Very good. So nice. I encourage you to go and f listen to the, f the full track there. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I think that's a very fitting there tribute is, to Lord Brett. There's a great fall track called New Face in Hell, which um, <laughs> uh, I think, um, you know, is, is getting towards that. But the Stones, you know, they're such a, such a wealth, such a back catalogue. They had some great titles so appropriate to this sombre moment. And I'll just give you a few more that I didn't quite get to. Um, it's all over now. Uh, can't you hear me knocking? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on a friend. Yes. Um, yeah. Can't always get what you want, yes. obviously. And start me up. I thought it would <laughs> be another one. Sure. But, um, you know, I think we've we've done the stones to death at this point. Yes, uh -huh. yes please. Um, so now on to the Black Crows. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing you, of course. I'm teasing you dead, Lord Brett. Um <laughs> We're going to have a beautiful, beautiful song here, which um, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to spoil it with an introduction. I'm just going to let the first few notes waft over you, and uh, you'll know as an old musician exactly what you're in for. The silk. Sand floor bread, a box of tissues. <laughs> Somewhere above our heads. Yeah. Just kind of like monkey. I'm happy he's got pants on as well. <laughs> wandering aimlessly along a beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe on a sailboat. Yeah. Instead of wandering aimlessly around an office. He's <laughs> really moved on. Seems like he's got purpose now. <laughs> that's it. Probably the sad thing is I'm, I'm probably in sandals and socks, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Beautiful. Couldn't say no to the sack. Hey, Hair blowing um, in hey, the breeze. Uh, uh, that was right in the pocket, right? That's uh, yeah. like mid-80s. That's mm -hmm. true. That's uh, yeah. That's yeah. so true. Funny <laughs> how it seems. And and yeah, I mean, a uh, uh, great track. Yeah. I, I awesome. always always awesome. thought it was you know just it's kind of like came um, you know when we heard Lionel Richie the other day it was like just so yes. smooth, very mm. smooth, just like yourself. Thank you, Jeez. Well, especially since he waxed. And old. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> smooth and old. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember going to Lord um, Brett's um, birthday. A few decades oh. ago, and um, towards the end of the night, uh, that was, that was pulled his out his saxophone. Was that his sixtieth, seventieth? <laughs> I can't recall. 
Yeah. Who can remember Ensign anymore? We pulled it at Saxville and I thought, oh, we're going to hear some smooth operator. Or, really you know, hear some, some smooth operator. We did not. Brilliant. No. All right, Al. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for it's bringing that up. Time to bring us home, or not bring us home. I've still got one more, but okay. time to really hit. To, you know, what, this is this is going to be your serious one, I imagine. This is the one that you really want to just put out there for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, uh, everyone knows that Lord Brett was a huge fan of uh, Crosby, Stills, and uh, and Nash, mm-hmm. but when you add Young in there as well, it's. So this song is. Uh, That's what I always see. Is. <laughs> Is it almost cut my hair? Ah, oh, nice. Which sums up my entire existence knowing bread. Almost cut my hair. Just the other day It's getting kind of long <laughs> I could have said it was in my way Freak flag. Yeah, hey. <laughs> awesome. When I think freaking, I think. I think Hair and freak. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crossroads. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Um, well. Not a dry eye in the house at this point. No, no, no. no, no. Not at all. No. I imagine, I imagine, you know, we've already cut lockets for my hair and they've been dispersed amongst congregations <laughs> as we oh, speak. That's Look, right. we've. Yeah. Well, we've got plenty for years to come. That's right. right. What do you think the tissues are made out of? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So my last one for you. This is my serious one. Uh, I think, well, you know, serious, serious. This is my, this is a great song, and I think it fits in the pocket. Um, It's that sort of country blues rock, uh, great soul voice, and this is Blind Faith, and in particular Steve Winwood with can't find my way home. You are the reason I've been waiting so long. Somebody holds a key. Well, I'm maybe I just ain't got the time. And I'm wasted and I can't find my way A few words. Yes. So <laughs> that'd be appropriate, Al. So yes, we're we we're, we're here. Please, please look. He's gone to a better place. Brett. 
was named after the sound of an explosive fart escaping through tight weave pants. He was a modest man with much to be modest about. He lived well into the 21st century, though his taste in music progressed no further than 1972. Despite his chronic hemorrhoids and syphilis, he remained upbeat. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just choking up. He remained upbeat and always ready so, to give so a chirpy. Always ready to give a chirpy hello to surprised users of public toilets. <laughs> we did. We did have a, a last-minute uh, telegram come through on the facts, <clears throat> and this is a direct quote: "Thank God, all the wanky jazz has stopped. The only thing worse was his love of B-side crap-ass songs that nobody had ever heard of or listened to. The only cool vibe he ever attained was lying in the morgue." And sweet, that was from Mrs. Lordbread. <laughs> she didn't bother to turn up, so we told me. Well, she, she was very upset. Right. Was, especially after the second bottle. <laughs> um, but, but in conclusion, uh, uh, a wonderful man. Uh, the body of Lord Brett will be shot out of a cannon as per his request. <laughs> a separate memorial service will be held for his hair before it heads to the Flugel Hahn Museum to be on permanent display in its small mammals exhibit. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Good. I was going to say, yeah, listening to that lovely. song as well. I mean, beautiful words, Lord Al, first of all. But yes, yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if that was the touching, first, unless that right was a, the heart, a tribute to the fact that you can't get Ben out of your uh, Brett out of your house sometimes when he's come round to visit. I'm not really sure. That might be the first <laughs> genuinely heartfelt uh, tribute song we've we've had. Now uh, I have right of reply. Yes. So in my will, right, I requested mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, that uh, uh, as my body is laid in the coffin, mm-hmm. uh, a certain finger. Okay, cannon. Sorry, sorry a, a certain finger is elevated above the others, <laughs> and as I am wheeled down the aisle, because no one's carrying me with florist's wire. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, we're going to play this song by Lily Allen about thirty seconds in, please. Okay. I could say that's a bit harsh on your parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I am seriously thinking that before I do go, that I am going to demand to see the service you know, program because, geez, if we're going to play songs from the Stones mm-hmm. after they were good uh, or songs from the Stones which call me out for, for uh, having no time left, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Very good. I think, well, I think the time has time has spoken, and you've no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think after that we've uh, appropriately laid Lord Brett uh, to rest. We would ask all our listeners, though, to observe uh, two weeks of mourning. I think that's the normal period mm. where people will generally not go out uh, and wear black. 
Two, right. two weeks is normal, but two days will suffice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is far co- from a normal situation. A couple of minutes while you visit the toilet will be great. <laughs> so, I can do that. Um, so anyway, let's move on. We're going to do the magical wheel of magical musical fortune. Yeah, onto the celebrations. Come on. Yeah. Ooh. Let's, Ooh. Let's, yeah. let's pick up the mood here, folks. Let's just get on Ooh. with life. Hey. <laughs> All right. You just can't let it hang around your neck like a exactly. beast. So Lord, exactly. Lord Al, seeing Brett's uh, I'm dead. busy in the so cannon about to be shot out of it. Do you, oh, mind, you to... do you mind reaching back there and spinning that magical wheel of musical fortune for us? Sure. Can you sanitize your hands first, please? Here we go. No. It's weird fishies oh. again. Weird fishies. <laughs> okay. Oh, the excitement, man. Yeah. Oof. All right. Yeah. Well, Who will it be this time? Uh, I guess we'll find out in a moment. It's Bjork, and um, and it's me, Lord Kev, and this is Weird Fishies, um, and tonight's Weird Fish is Bjork. Uh, some might say the poster girl for, for Weird, um, so tonight we're going to look at how that happened, um, and how wrong that was, as far as I'm concerned, um, and uh, basically my contention, my contention would be that it's you know, her actual weirdness is not her outfits, accents, singing style, or crazy dancing. Uh, you know, or it, it, it's 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 more the fact that she's been a true dedicated, um, dedicated artist her whole life. In her first album, when she was eleven years old, and um, she's never ever stopped. Um, but to, to, to start where I'm comfortable, uh, let's just make it all about me. And I'll start with a wee story from my childhood. Um, I remember um, sitting in the house one day uh, watching the Brave New World of Breakfast Television. If you can imagine, it's 1986. And um, uh, into, into um, Good Morning TV um, comes this amazing piece of music.
that voice. Um, now, I knew the song and um, I was delighted and surprised to hear it um, on such a sort of mainstream TV experience. But um, the presenters had no idea. And obviously someone in the back room had just grabbed a song um, for this little segment um, about birthdays called Birthday um, by the Sugar Cubes. And you would have thought, what could go wrong? Um, the band, the, the Sugar Cubes, fronted by... Um, a guy called Aina and a girl called Björk um, from Iceland and <laughs> I don't think they knew what had hit them. Uh, the looks on their faces to this day, uh, I still remember just they're kind of looking at each other going, what was that? Uh, but it was that, that amazing voice, wasn't it? And that's what you hear first um, when you when you think of, of, of Björk, I mean, it has to be said. Um, and that is an incredible um, um, weapon. It's an incredible instrument, uh, and it's what she's quite rightly best known for. Um, but it's not all, all, all she is, you know. I mean, um, these days, Bjork's really nothing short of a life uh, lived as a work of art. You know, she's akin to a Bowie or a Warhol. You know, um, uh, constantly um, reimagining and thinking deeply about what her next statement's going to be and what's the presentation of that statement. Her thought on her album covers is really quite something to behold and to understand how um, each photograph uh, represents entirely um, <laughs> in one outfit in most cases um, the, the whole philosophy of that album um, you can read a lot about this and I'll not bore you with it right here because time is short but um, you know I think that's that's part of the that's part of the misunderstanding I'd like to address is that you know most people, most mainstream sort of knowledge of, of Björk would be there's that weird Icelandic singer um, used to be in the Sugar Cubes, but they were an alternative band. But um, really, it was a breakthrough um, album debut uh, as a solo artist that um, got her sort of that um, radio play, uh, MTV awareness, um, single after single. I think there was five singles off that album. Um, and she had a beautiful image um, presented for her, you know, her hair too old and looking very pretty um, and she became that indie darling you know, uh, anyone who'd seen her in the sugar cubes was waiting for her next step, it was so obvious from songs like Bursty uh, in their too short um, album career that um, Björk had a future outside um, and so wonderful she went off and, and, and really embraced it um, with debut uh, a, a phenomenal album there was um, uh, great singles like Big Time Sensuality like um, Venus is a Boy, kind of a Bollywood sounding thing compared to you know the clever um, marketing of some some really trancy um, hip hop beats um, underneath underneath her incredible vocal. So um, now that was all part of what that album was doing. Um, just presented a, a, a wonderful range, um, you know, and 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 a backing for her voice. Um, and of course on TV it was easy to reduce it all to one quirky dance on the back of a trailer and in black and white and she was certainly lampooned and kind of known in that way I remember Dawn French doing a great impersonation of her haha yeah, and all that you know it was great but um, yeah, there's so much more to that album it landed on everyone's um, you know record player or CD players by that point point. Um, 
and uh, what, what I loved about that and myself what I loved about the album was how it finished I'm going to play a bit of the Anchor song the last album on there and it sort of sums up for me really the fact that it had so much more to give than than just um, how can I say it a, a, a one trick pony quite the opposite um, you know although big time sensuality and human behaviour and um, certain other um, 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 tracks on that album um, were radio friendly and, and, and right on the zeitgeist um, here at the very end was a wonderful song called Anchor Song um, where she sings along with a brass ensemble and um, I'll play a snippet of that to give you an idea During the night I dive into it Down to the bottom This is my home. So there we go, you know, um, for me, like, um, being a Sugar Cubes fan was, you know, just part of the uniform, being an indie kid in the 80s and 90s. And uh, I was surprised as much as MD that I, I love this album. Um, uh, her follow-up post we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, like, what, what I wanted to get at tonight was um, that you could go backwards and forwards in Björk's career and really understand, uh, from this point, sorry, and, and really understand... Um, an artist that then developed and developed and developed and one that had been developing since, as I say, she was 11 years old. And that's really the, the weirdness that I feel is that she's just um, someone who has <laughs> uh, uh, dedicated her life to just output and considered output and artistic output, you know, um, far from being the poster girl for weird, she's now the poster girl, I guess, for uh, an art music and an art performance um, of music that's uh, really unrivaled um, in you know, in, in recent in recent years, I mean, um, presidents of of Laurie Anderson and people like that, and antecedents like um, um, Robin, for instance, um, you know, of 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 go on to 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 speak volumes about how long she's been around and how much she's given um, to that kind of push. Um, you know, when she started off, as I say, she was um, raised in. I guess what you would call a commune. Um, her mum was an activist. Her dad was a union leader. Um, that that first album that she put out was called Bjork, and she kind of became a little national celebrity, I guess, because Iceland so small, and um, that that happened. She went on then to be in a band when she was about sixteen called Tappy Takaras, and you should check out some of this on YouTube because um, the young Bjork dancing around, clowning around, and um, giving full um, vent, a full teenage vent 
to her own uh, unique personality is quite something to behold. Um, and get this, you know, from 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 there on, she she released a. a uh, fully vocal albums um, she's, she was in a punk band called Spit and Snot, she was in a jazz fusion band uh, called Exodus, she did uh, goth rock with Kukul um, she released a book of poetry she did her first acting um, all before she was uh, um, um, the Sugar Cubes began um, by the time um, Sugar Cubes did put out their first um, single birthday she was only 21 and she and contributed and been involved in so much it was just outstanding um mind-blowing really and the other thing i would say is that um post debut out came post and um that's our second uh album as a solo artist and how many times we say how difficult it is to um put out that uh, that second album the difficult second album and this was not that this was again um experimenting with as many different forms as possible i'm going to play you know um um a track called um uh crystalline um which isn't from post but it's, it's a few albums later on and um it shows you uh where she got to i guess uh crystalline was off of biophilia um and uh we'll have a bit of a listen i think you'll get the idea as to where she's going in those few short years idea that she's um, developed on a fair bit there and um, say that uh, uh, Biophilia just to give you some background um, uh, released in 2011 and uh, of a sort of a 10 or 12 album career uh, post post um, you know she had about five or six more to come out until the present day um, so although the output slowed down uh, the intensity certainly hasn't if anything the, the, the artistic vision has increased um, <laughs> the costumes um, the live shows all that kind of stuff is um, 
sort of um, expanded beyond anyone's in <laughs> imagination. I mean, still in popular culture, she'll be talked about as the weird girl, you know, the, the girl that wore the swan dress to the to the um, the Palm Door, where incidentally she got a Best Actress Award for or, or Dancer in the Dark. Um, so moving across art forms as well. Um, but I'll finish off really before uh, before I um, uh, run aground here, um, by bringing it back a little bit again to the voice, um, the incredible voice, and Georg, um, someone I think who is akin to like a Walt Whitman, someone who can make it universal, you know, about about the state of the world, about the state of humanity, and she can make it so so personal. And an artist who feels an awful lot, um, she was confronted with some very very difficult experiences with fame, um, dealings with paparazzi, part of it. And also um, a horrible experience she had went through with um, a stalker, um, of which she wrote um, the track So Broken. Um, I'm going to make it difficult for my um, my sound engineer, Lord Al, here, um, because this is from YouTube, and it's um, from Jules Holland, a live performance of So Broken, where um, she has two flamenco guitarists. So again, <laughs> jumping into whatever feels natural at the time to write a song about such a, a heinous experience, a song So Broken. Um, we'll have a listen to it now, and I think the... Um, the artist here allows herself to use a full vocal range to express um, just the hatred of the situation. Uh, her heart is broken, but also just the, the, the world contains such an experience from someone who can express the beauty and the joy of the universal. Um, this is one where she takes it right down to the horror of the intimate and the personal. And um, oh, here we go. And I'm even up this little examination of Bjork and um, one of my favourite fishes and uh, I, uh, I encourage you to go out there and listen to as much as you possibly can as soon as possible. Thanks for listening. Well, there we go again. Uh, how good wow. was that? Oh how my God. good was that? Yeah, it's, hard to, I, um, it's hard to measure. Without results. speech. Without. <laughs> Brilliant. Alright folks, please um, get onto our socials at Lords of Loud at both Instagram and Facebook. Um, please leave us a comment 
a rating, etc. A like, on a like, like, yes, like yes. Likes on the various like on the various us. platforms where you watch this, <laughs> or we, we watch, where you listen to this podcast. Oh, don't watch, don't do watch. not try and watch it. Yeah, oh my god, no, that will end in disaster. Bad scene, man. And if you um, uh, if you want to record in Zip Studios, let oh, us know. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Awesome. Um, and yeah, get on our website, lordsalad.com, get yourself a t shirt. We've got Father's Day coming up, we've got Christmas coming up, we've got, I'm sure you've got someone's birthday coming up. Easter's not far off. Funerals, yeah. funerals, that'd be funerals, fun. great funeral present, <laughs> great place yeah, to start. They love start it. The gift giving. People love it. Dead, dead people love our shirts. Mm. Yep. Um, but yeah, most importantly, tune in again on the next episode of The Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network.